Hello and welcome to GameSpot After Dark. Our next-gen console reviewers, Michael Heim and Matt Paget, put an end to the console wars with a good old-fashioned debate. Stick around for the second half when GameSpot community members Jacob McCourt, Ian Preschel, and Foggy Bear join me to weigh in on who they think won this debate. If you want to check out some of their work, see the description down below. Hello and welcome to episode 67 of GameSpot After Dark. This is a special episode because both the new consoles are out now. Hopefully, if you're listening, you're able to get one. If you're like me and ordered from Target, you probably don't have it yet because you don't have your PS5 yet because Target's useless. But anyway, joining me this week is Lucy James. Hello. Our PS5 reviewer, Matt Paget. Hey. And our Xbox reviewer, Michael Soft. Hi, what up? Hey, that's that's hey, that's why they got me on the case, man. I know I know all about that. Microsoft already bought you. Uh, and I'm just kidding. Make account, don't look like it. <laughs> anyway, this is a special episode because both of you have reviewed the new consoles, and we are going to dig right into them. And like you get you guys have the new consoles, and Jake and Lucy were there too. Yeah, and we're here too. Actually, Lucy and I have a very important uh, job, though, because Lucy and I are going to be moderating the first and last console debate of 2020. (laughs) I have gathered a list of topics that we are going to talk about. I'm going to time each of you. I don't know how long, and you're going to get a chance to talk about each of these Y'all didn't tell us about this. Nope. It's a surprise. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Is is there a mute button, or can I talk over Michael the entire time? (laughs) Oh, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Um... Jake, do you have mute abilities? I do. I might. Ooh. You might. I can only mute myself. Nah, don't don't mute us. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't. Mute we're you. not. We're not. We're not fucking idiots who who talk <laughs> over our opponent and make an embarrassment out of our goddamn country. I mean, we'll let Jake and Lucy be the judge of that. But anyway, we have nine <laughs> topics here that we're gonna go over. We're gonna do each one, and when we're done. I am going to meet with a, a handful of judges I've selected, and they're going to listen back. <laughs> Even I don't determine. know who these judges are, by the way. <laughs> and they'll determine who the winner is. I can tell you, Lucy. I just don't want to tell these two because they might try to pay them off or something like wow, that. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> so, uh, blessing, Adioye Jr. <laughs> Matt, Matt and I are not the people to be paying off people because we are at the bottom of the barrel. You know the vibes. Yeah, man. Uh, we we couldn't even pay for our consoles. We had to, facts. We had to review them to get them. So there. Uh, but anyway, you guys ready? Sure. Let's let's fucking get it. What's as the, ready what, as I'll what, ever how, be, man? What's the timing? What's the? So I feel like I'm gonna give you each a minute to talk about the topic of your on your console, and then afterward you'll each get 30 seconds to do a bit of a rebuttal. Like, for instance, if you think the Xbox controller isn't as cool as the PS5 controller or whatever, <laughs> then you can talk about that. But when you're, when it's your point, when it's your turn, try not to try not to belittle the, the nah. other console, if you can help it. No promises. The first one we have here is console design. Ooh. Are we going to flip a coin to see who goes? Who, who goes we probably first? should flip a coin. Um, uh, 
how about how about PlayStation Matt goes first because P comes before X in the All alphabet. Right. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Good good lot of thought put into this, Jake. Um starting place- you now. Oh, okay. Now I can go. All right. Well, the PlayStation 5's design is pretty crazy. Um it's it's like the most un-PlayStation looking PlayStation since the original PlayStation, <laughs> I guess. Because <laughs> after the original PlayStation, they all looked exactly the same. They were all black plastic with a PlayStation logo on them. Um, and and honestly, like I, I hated the, P- 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 the PS5 design when it was first revealed. I thought it looked stupid. Um, and that <laughs> I, it, it looked dumb right up until it came to my house and I opened it up. I said, oh, this looks a lot better in person. It has like matte white plastic with a nice like it's a it's like a black gloss sandwich with two pieces of matte white bread and it looks great um when standing up on its side it looks kind of stupid um because it, it kind of isn't as sturdy as you like it to be uh but but standing no, on t- standing time, vertically it. it sounds really great <laughs> I like how that one was a story it, of redemption. <laughs> yeah, and it was. Overcoming all odds. Oh, uh, uh, that, that's, that's pretty good. I really that's went through good. a journey with that one. Yeah, Michael, you know? this is going to be a little tougher for you because you've got two consoles you have to talk about here, which is something I, I didn't it. consider or, even though I, I thought it. about this No, a lot. no, no. Or is this a real boon for Michael because he gets to cherry pick the best yeah, from both? Hey. So, uh, listen, I got it. I got it. Well, with that in mind, Michael, go. All right, you said it best, Matt. That thing, you don't know what the hell that thing's supposed to look like. Uh, PS5 is huge. That thing is hulking. That thing is huge. And it's, like, very unelegant. Like, I don't want to be sticking that in, like, Entertainment Center or standing it vertically on my drawers or nothing. That that thing looks like it got a pop collar. And, like, pop collars can look cool. It don't look cool on the PS5. Xbox Series X, it's just a, it's like a sleek just a brick and you put it wherever it needs to go and then you just forget about it it's just the system that's just right there it's it's nice you'll notice it at first because it's uh, it's a little bit different from other xboxes but once you start using it you don't even need to worry about it being there and the series s is cute it's so cute i have it right here on my desk it's like a little little ass xbox that packs a little punch and it's cute and it's, it's very simple design like you don't you people walk into your house and be like oh shit that's an xbox Rather than PS5, like what the hell is that? That like, I don't know. That should look wild. You're out of time. Yeah. Also, I, I did like the uh, sleek brick. I don't yeah. think those two words have ever been used in the yeah. same sentence. But sleek brick. I think it worked. Oh shit! That's an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Matt rebuttal. Uh, I, I think I think the Xbox consoles look very nice. <laughs> and. Um, I, I love the monolithic like shape of the Xbox Series X. I have a control wallpaper to the right of me, and it looks like those monoliths in the like main area um, that surround the pyramid. And it, it just like it looks it looks sleek. And and the little Xbox Series S really wins me over with its size. And that's time. I guess you just uh, kind of just kind of help Michael handed, there. Handed hey, no. that one over to, got me to Michael. <laughs> I, I don't. They look good. I, what can I say? Oh, Michael, do you want to say anything to that, or do you think? Yeah, you sure. I'll, I'll say a little something. Um, well, uh, you know, that's what's up. I like. I, I like how Xboxes look. Look, I'm not trying to trash PlayStation Five because I I'm I'm getting one. Uh, it's gonna be in my entertainment center and all that. But man, 
That thing looked nasty, bro. The funny thing is, like, you told the redemption story, Matt, but mine was the reverse because we were Lucy and I were on the live stream and we're like, "Yo, that's the PS5. That's wild, crazy design. They're they're going with something completely different." And then when I actually saw when uh, Blessing got his, I was like, "That should look kind of whack." That's time. <laughs> All right, now, Lucy, Michael, what do you, you have think? such good timing. <laughs> I'm getting better. Uh, no, um, sorry, Jake. What were you saying? What do you think? Who uh, who had Wait. the better argument here? Do I get, I get like to call per round and then you have like a panel of judges to pull, pull at the end? Kind of. Ours are more unofficial, like okay. just based on, based on feel. And you can also like throw in your own personal taste too, now that you have both too, right? I do. My ex arrived yesterday. Thank you, Mr. FedEx man. Um, and Phil. I'm big Phil. Um, well, no, I paid for it, but Phil um, did nothing. <laughs> Uh, the so I think I think both arguments are good, but I think Michael's was more uh, concise and to the point. And bonus points for me for managing to cover both consoles so concisely. Also, Matt, you did sort of help out Michael, um, I, which I, I I appreciate you, Matt. I I, 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 I speak the truth. I, I I'm not I'm a yes. fighter for the truth. I, I'm on no sides. I I'm speaking to the truth. That's You're what we do up here in Canada. Exactly. Um. <laughs> But personally speaking, I absolutely prefer the X um, over the PlayStation 5. I tried to get wacky with it with the PlayStation. I tried to be on board with it, but I am afraid that I just I just like things to be not wacky in my home. Look, even this little air purifier down here, that's too wacky for me. That's why it's on the ground. That's why it's on the ground. <laughs> I was going to hide it, but I don't have space. I don't have a PS5, so I don't know. Uh, but I really do like the Xbox Series X and S look quite a bit, just because they're very simple. And in terms of like that whole to, that whole argument, I think uh, I think Michael had that one. Love to but see. We'll see it. what the judges think. We'll see what the judges think. Who are these well, judges? Judge Matt really says Michael had that one. <laughs> judge Judge Matt <laughs> is definitely not a judge. <laughs> Matt, you're so sweet. Anyway, next topic is hold on while i get Uh the timer set up again is the controller michael do you want to start sure i'll go first all right the xbox controller has its design has been on point since the 360 days all they really need to do is iterate on it and that's what they did with this new one so it's it's very similar to the xbox one which is fine but they did make some important refinements so the bumpers are a lot uh, smoother to press down on. The triggers have a, uh, I, f- I feel like they have a much more consistent resistance when you try and pull them. I've been playing a lot of Forza, so it's really good for racing games when you're trying to throttle and brake control. Um, I do like the textures on the triggers and the bumpers too. It's just like a nice tactile feel, but it extends to the grips, and I like that a lot. It feels really nice just to hold it. I'd be like rubbing my hands. I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to, no, look, relax. But like, I was like, oh, this feels really nice. Like, I feel like I can grip it. And then all the share button's cool. Like, ah, PlayStation's had it for a while, but finally Xbox got it. That's cool to see. Uh, but other than that, like everything else that you know from the Xbox One controller is on point. Um, you know, it doesn't have any flashy new features like DualSense, so I'll give it that. But the Xbox design is on point still. Damn, that was right at one minute. Good timing. Hey. Matt, PS5 controller, go. The PS5 controller uh, does something very similar to the Xbox Series X and controller in that it refines the shape and overall ergonomics of the DualShock 4, which is a very solid controller. But one thing that it does a little extra on is the rumble and this time they've employed haptic feedback <clears throat> uh and dual uh dual sense adaptive triggers which 
sounded like a gimmick and I didn't believe it until I actually tried it, but they enhance your gaming experience in meaningful, tangible ways that above specs, I'm a big spec guy. I'm a big PC guy. I'm a big Xbox one X guy. I'm looking at games coming out in this next generation and going, I want to see how this plays with a dual sense in my hand. And that is an incredibly meaningful thing that I hope developers make use of because it would be a damn shame if they didn't. And that's time. That was good timing as well. Yeah. Yes. Hearing the stuff about, uh, we can talk about this now because the embargo will be lifted by then, but the, uh, the Xbox or sorry, the, the dual sense with call of duty sounds really cool. And I almost Ooh. wish I pre-ordered it on PS five instead of yeah. Xbox <laughs> series X. But anyway, Michael, what do yep. you have to say to that? Uh, listen, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna return the favor when, when Matt, uh, gave me, handed me the, 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 the W last, last round, but I'll say like the dual sense, like watching that, your review, Matt, uh, and reading your review, I was like, yo, this, this does legit sound like something cool, but it, it, again, it it depends on how developers take use of it, but I'm really excited to jump into Astro's, uh, playroom and really get a feel for it, like when a game takes full advantage of it because you know that stuff sounds legit man and uh you know what i'm saying matt how about (laughs) you i know what you're saying michael um (laughs) the the xbox one uh controller more specifically the elite series 2 controller is one of my favorites of all time but like the dual sense makes me want to play with that more than that 200 controller at least for the time being and that's that's shocking to me. I like the offset joysticks, so the fact that the DualSense has me wanting to use it more is is a huge feat that I'm I'm even surprised by. Ooh, huge feat! Huge All feat, right. baby, just like me, size thirteen. <laughs> okay, relax. Is that wiki feet? <laughs> Lucy, as our as our resident with both consoles, Hello. how do you feel? Um, excellent points made by the two, but I think I will have to give this one to Matt because I agree with him I also in a similar camp I think the Xbox controller is fantastic I didn't particularly like the iteration that came with Xbox One but then the Elite Series 2 is my favorite controller however what I'll say is that playing with the DualSense it's wild to see how different the vibration is in the two and how much more elegant it feels in the DualSense Um, the Elite Series 2 as well I've noticed I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed on it is very very loud when it vibrates it's like <laughs> yeah yeah sure yeah I, I know yeah what you're saying. yeah so i just think in terms of you know it's just they're both just nice nice bits of tech but the the new xbox controller that comes with the um series x does have a dedicated share button now which is very nice mm-hmm. yes so one really cool thing about the dual sense that'll just slip in here is that you should listen up, no, no, this this is something just for the people. When you get when you get your dual sense, judges listen, disregard. Listen to the controller. Like don't like there it has a speaker, but actually put your ear up against the controller and listen to the um the, they're not technically speakers, but I think I think they're like some kind of speaker motor that they've put all throughout that controller and it actually sounds like you're listening to like a wavelength go through the controller. It is extremely wild. Whoa. Interesting. That actually, because the speaker on the PlayStation 4 controller, I turned that off right away. Yeah. Like it, it drives me <laughs> yeah. crazy. I turned that off right away. So I think my initial reaction when I saw the DualSense stuff was like, oh, I hope this isn't kind of gimmicky. But after hearing everyone talk about it, it sounds really cool. 
like I said before, I'm excited to play shooters with it in particular because mm-hmm. sounds like they're doing some neat things with that. All right, next one. Matt, you're going to start this time. It is backwards compatibility. Go. <laughs> All right. So um, I uh, have been, I tested the backwards compatibility extensively, and it was definitely kind of a question mark leading right up to us testing it ourselves. And uh, there is a large amount of games uh, that are compatible with this game, uh, with this console. And they all work really well for for the most part. There are some that don't see benefits from the performance. Uh, And then there are even some that get graphical glitches like Resident Evil 7, which uh, it has a a big skybox at the beginning of the game that just looked like an oil painting canvas, which didn't look as cool as it sounds, but uh, (laughs) still work just fine. Um, Performance boost from games like Assassin's Creed Unity that just cause games, Dark Souls 3, like it's all really impressive. And uh, while it's not perfect, like it is awesome that I can play my old games on this thing when I'm done with the new ones. And you're out of time. Michael, Xbox, go. Yo, Xbox backwards compatibility is undefeated. Uh, Xbox really put a lot of resources into making sure this shit works and it shows. Um, like it's similar to PS5 in which. I explained this in like all of my previews and reviews that um, backwards compatible games will get boosts uh, if the games will perform more consistently across the board. But if they have 60 FPS or uncapped frame rates, it'll hit those frame rates. If it plays dynamic resolution, then it'll stay at a higher resolution more consistently. So um, there's a lot of cases in which that is providing a lot, a lot of benefits to those backwards compatible games. But just the sheer library. When you, I go on a Game Pass and I'm at a buffet. I got like 20 plates and I'm filling them all with games, yo. And EA, uh, EA Access just got added to Game Pass and I'm like playing Skate 3 off of this shit. I'm playing uh, Jedi Fallen Order. There's so many games in the library that just work straight up. Uh, and yeah, it's undefeated. It's, uh, it's pretty wild. And time. Matt, do you want to rebut that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, <clears throat> I'll, let you, I'll let you start Go. the timer. All right. Hey, uh, so the great thing about the PS5's backwards compatibility is it's intensely awesome PS4 exclusive library. Um, Bloodborne, Ghost of Tsushima, The Last of Us games, the Uncharted mm-hmm. games, these are playable on the PS5, and Ghost of Tsushima and Days Gone have amazing amazing yeah. higher resolution modes now that just make the games look and run really well and time um, hard to beat splinter cell on the xbox though <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. had me at bloodborne you could have just stopped at bloodborne i was like oh yeah. good argument <laughs> oh man uh michael go. all right uh what i will say is that backwards compatibility on the ps5 is a lot more surprising and impactful is what i'll say because of those exclusives and because of the history of playstation not embracing that and now that they do it's it's just it's kind of a mind-blowing thing right but that doesn't happen if microsoft and xbox doesn't push for it in the way that they did so uh shouts out to the ogs on backwards compatibility 30 seconds the one thing uh i don't know if you've tested but one thing that i figured you'd mention is the is it auto hdr even on games Mm. that didn't previously support it yes also judges disregard this (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah this is this uh, is keep the overlooking auto hdr uh and, and not to mention like the the hoichi method upscaling xbox 360 and original xbox games to 4k is like the coolest thing ever i think the most 
my mind was blown last generation was playing skate three on my 4k tv and it looking crisp yeah uh, i mean it's it's not running like native 4k obviously but the the upscaling is does make it a look a lot better than sh- sh- just straight up stretching like a mm-hmm. 720p image or something yeah, and of course the load times speak for themselves. Xbox oh, beats yeah. out PS5 there for sure. Lucy, what do you think for backwards uh, compatibility? Xbox. Oh, sorry, you can't I think I think there. Xbox for me too. Damn. This damn. next one though is going to be rough for, for Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> this next one's going to be rough for Xbox. Uh, but Michael, why don't you start? Okay. For exclusives. <laughs> Snap. Um, see, look, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Xbox and, um, you know, saying like games, uh, <laughs> look, I got <laughs> like Halo Infinite was supposed to be the big thing. Obviously that got pushed. So, uh, you know, there's, there's nothing really exclusive. I mean, the medium is going to come out later, but right now we don't know what that game is like or what it is going to be. So I got to concede this one, but what I will, what I will say is that Xbox's approach to delivering games, I feel like at least makes up for it. Because you can get so many games off of Game Pass so easily. I know PlayStation is making strides in that regard, but just the the wide variety of what's already available on Xbox kind of takes the edge off of not having exclusives. But if we're just going to talk about Xbox exclusives, sorry, you hate to see it. Matt, go for it. Uh, well, you know what? I'll, I'll give one to Michael. Yakuza is the only next-gen version on Xbox. But That's facts. Most of the world ain't weebs, so... Whoa, whoa, whoa. There, <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty on PS5 to enjoy, from Demon's Souls, a remake that people have been clamoring for for a mm-hmm. long time, to Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is an excellent, excellent sequel to Spider-Man. Not to mention Spider-Man Remastered, which comes with the Ultimate Edition. Sackboy, which is a very pleasant charming platformer and Astro's playroom, which it comes through with the console and is one of the most outstanding games of the year. Uh, not only for showing off the dual sense, but also just being pleasant and a fun walk down memory lane in a Mario like platformer. Um, it, it's really, really hard to deny that the PS five has better exclusives and, and, uh, and bug snacks, which, which is, uh, which I've got some, some things and to say time bug snacks. <laughs> Michael, do you want to do you want to follow that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go. So uh, I didn't mention Yakuza Like a Dragon because it's also on PS4 and PC, but Yakuza Like a Dragon is actually the game of the year. And let me tell you why, because my boy Kasuga Ichiban makes the world a better place. This man is got the biggest heart he's got he's goofy as hell that's my guy oh snap right there oh you can't see on uh because we're not doing video but matt hey look even matt's got a copy of yakuza like a dragon oh. for xbox series x got the day each steel, steel book edition that's what i'm saying and time i like how you took that opportunity to just talk about yakuza 7 <laughs> hey, i'll, I'll take yakuza it like, like. <laughs> uh matt do you have anything you want to add uh yakuza's for weebs <laughs> No, uh, no, like I, 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 Xbox was my platform of choice if it wasn't on PC. So, um, I'm, I'm very excited for Microsoft's stable, uh, to start producing games, uh, like Hellblade two looks amazing. Uh, like what is Bethesda going to do? What is Obsidian going to do? How are Obsidian and Bethesda going to work together now that we're like, Hey, obsidian can make xbox rpgs oh wait now they own bethesda what the hell is that gonna look like when (laughs) avowed and elder scrolls come out within a year of each other it's gonna be wild guys lucy how do you feel 
I think right now PlayStation absolutely has the best exclusives, but yeah. I also feel that Microsoft have made some very intelligent business decisions. I'm very excited to see not only what the future holds for Bethesda and actually whether Bethesda games will be exclusive to Xbox platforms, but I think there's also other things with you know, in widening the stable of first party developers they've got, new studios like The Initiative. I am like complete guess. I don't know this, but if they are working on a reboot of Perfect Dark, which is the rumor, and they have like all these amazing talent from places like Naughty Dog and all like I don't know. Oh, you can hear can you hear Greg in the background? He's yelling at someone. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying "fuck you," and I'm like, "No, my point is valid." Um, I think that the future's bright, and I think right now. Both sides have made some very clever deals. Like, I mean, Assassin's Creed is not exclusive to Xbox, but with the amount of marketing around it, you would think that it was. Mm -hmm. And so that game is a system seller. So I'm really looking forward to like Crossfire X and the medium and stuff like that too. (laughs) Uh, Crossfire X, especially because Remedy's doing the campaign, Mm -hmm. Um, but also that multiplayer looks cool too. Crossfire yeah. X in particular, I described as like, it looks like Remedy's just doing a Call of Duty game, which sounds so cool. Like that pitch right there, <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, to kind of transition from the current exclusives to the future, whose future oh. do you think looks brighter? Oh. Matt, do you want to start? Uh, I think I think PlayStation's future looks, looks bright. Um, it'll be interesting to see how much of their catalog is is new stuff. Because PS4 was very much a, hey, we're going to let our developers take some wild twists and turns with our franchises. And in most cases, it paid off really well. I mean, God of War was a huge reinvention for that franchise. And it was great. Uh, Seeing that God of War 2 is going to be, or God of War Ragnarok, I guess, is going to be another like Midgar game or or whatever the heck you call that stuff. Norse. um, (laughs) Is a little disappointing. Horizon is is a sequel to Horizon um spider-man i I don't know what you do with spider-man from here but regardless those games will all almost undoubtedly be solid um so even if we don't get as many new stuff this year or this generation ratchet and clank that's another great game that's coming out we haven't seen one of those in a long time so and time maybe it'll be more familiar than new i said time Uh, we'll we'll still uh we'll still have a good time over here on playstation Oh. We should have went with the mute buttons. A lot, a lot of like for sure games no, you're are going to be good. Oh, all right, all right, my guy. Oh, I see what's happening. Your favorite. Oh, I see the judge. The ju- it's a conspiracy against me. I get it because I'm Canadian. Michael, how's the future for Xbox looking? Uh, Go. All right, uh, I am excited for PS5's future. That's for sure. But the exciting thing about xbox is that there's so much um it's sort of an unknown quantity but in a in an exciting fashion like because of all the studio acquisitions they and the fact that they haven't really reached their full potential yet and you know the chances are that they will like two at least two or three years down the line i want to see like y'all touched on before like what all these acquisitions um amount to so i think that PS5 is a, I, it's hard. I, I don't want to say it's predictable, but uh, it, it is in a way. Like we kind of know what those games are going to be, what those studios are working on, and what the evolution of those franchises franchises are going to be. But I think Xbox is going to can do some wild stuff with their studios, 
And I think that's what excites me more. All right. Six seconds left. Good. You follow the timer. We need more of that. <laughs> uh, Matt, 30 seconds. What do you got? Uh, you know, I, I I said that it's going to be a familiar generation uh, based on what we know so far for, for PlayStation. There are definitely some smaller developers making some really interesting things. Um, but like we said, those the, like I can't imagine a world where the next God of War comes out and it's not as good as the original or at least like still a lot of fun. Like I know mm-hmm. we don't like to say these games are going to be good before we play them, but it's really hard to and believe time. that any of their studios will screw things up. All right, Michael, 30 seconds. Go. Ah, uh, damn. Uh, I don't know what to say, but uh, what well, um, PS4 did kind of like towards the end of its life cycle in 18, 19, and then this year, they kind of fired on all cylinders to make the PS4 go out in style. So in a way, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, like w- w- I, it'll be a while until we see uh, things like God of War or whatever the other studios are working on. So I just hope Xbox has a lot of stuff soon, but I don't want to rush it. And time. Know. Let's hope Halo Infinite's good. Yeah, I mean, I, my, Michael makes a good point. PS4 started off super slow until like 2015 with Bloodborne, and then it started to pick up steam like every year it released mm-hmm. really good games. So if, if you know what, if, if the Xbox Series X has the same thing, that's not a bad place to be. Right, yeah. What do you think, Lucy? It's a tricky one. Um, I honestly think the future's bright for both of them. Like, I, ca- I think I kind of said this in the last one when we were talking about exclusives, but like both have made very smart acquisitions. And if they haven't made acquisitions, they've made very smart exclusivity deals. I mean, Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo on the PlayStation side, and then Bethesda in general on the <laughs> Xbox side. <laughs> yeah. To it's so it back, weird. To bring it back to Bethesda, though, does that kind of feel like, I don't want to say cheating because it's not cheating. They spent a lot of money to it, but does it feel kind of dirty that they just straight up, yep, those are our, all of our exclusives now. <laughs> oh, you got time exclusive on PlayStation? How about I just kick you $75 billion? How about that? <laughs> Oh man, I I it definitely uh felt crazy, like almost as crazy as like Xbox buying Ubisoft or something like that. Mm. Uh it's like one step down from those like tippy top tier develop uh publishers. Tippity top. Yeah, it, it's wild. It, it's going to be interesting to see what Microsoft does with Bethesda just because like they can totally make it an exclusive studio. Uh, Phil Spencer said, Hey, we can do whatever we want with these guys. We, we, we don't have to put them on PlayStation. What are you talking about? <laughs> don't sleep on Double Fine either. They're under, oh, yeah. under Microsoft. Double Fine. Ninja yeah, Theory? man. Huh? Ninja Theory. Yeah. God, so crazy. All right. So these next two topics are a little bit tricky because one console has it and the other doesn't. So I figure instead, Michael, why don't you start and why don't you tell us a little bit about Quick Resume? Go. Okay. Quick resume is dope because I am indecisive as fuck. Uh, So I'll have 20 games on my Xbox and I want to play probably five of them. And then I'll jump between three of them. And I could just keep doing that, man. I I, like I'll play some races in Forza. I'm like, oh, damn. But I want to like get a few rounds of Apex in. So I'll just swap over to Apex. And it's like, all right, now I'm ready for my four hours sit down session with Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, So being able to swap between those games in a matter of seconds, I think that 
if you're someone who likes who gets their fill fast of a certain thing but wants to move on to something else it's it's, it's even faster than doing it on a pc like people be like oh you can just alt tab it's like dog you are not going to keep three games running in the background on your goddamn desktop stop telling me that you can alt tab uh yeah have fun with that shit uh but yo the xbox <laughs> whoa that shit is so fire oh my god like i'm just playing forza right now i'm about to hop into some gears bro i'm gonna do that in like five seconds um boy i will say all right is, time to be fair to be fair though uh quick resume does have some bugs it needs to work out right now so matt i'm gonna give you a minute do you think not having something like quick resume on the playstation 5 is detrimental or do you think that is a game changer in any way go uh for backwards compatibility um i definitely think it, it's huge for xbox but um I, I was playing around on the ps5 last night and i was like Man, I don't want to watch the intro logos. I don't want to start through the uh, the main menu. It's super quick, but I want to get in there quicker. I went to activities in Spider-Man and just hit resume on a mission I was on, and it loaded me immediately into the mission in like five seconds. It was mm-hmm. blazing fast. Um, it's, it's definitely a bummer because they have this thing called the switcher on the PS5, and that sounds like something that you could use and it would resume into a game quickly, but uh, nothing like that. And uh, while it's not a huge detriment to the console, it would have been a nice feature to have. Yeah, it's a nice to have. It's not like mm. essential, I would say, but it's yeah, nice. first first party games load insanely fast. And yeah. in fact, like Sackboy has the very like very short You're loading at time, screens. But I'll let you finish your thought. Sackboy has like loading screens that last like maybe a second and it's disappointing to see those loading screens at all just because of how fast the games are that i wish they just hit it entirely or like um, did it dip to black yeah or, or like it just showed sack boy like flossing playing or with the sack yeah yeah exactly <laughs> playing with his sack and then he jumped back into another level it, it's uh it's so fast it's wild all right well on the topic of things that one console doesn't have and the other does the PlayStation 5 has 3D audio. Matt, it, tell us about 3D audio and go. <clears throat> so back in, in January, uh, right before uh, the pandemic ravaged our lands. Um, it was quite the history lesson here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Michael and I were in Vegas and we we demoed um, oh, yes. Creative, Creative Labs Super X5 technology, which is like 3D audio to the max, which basically it sounds like you're listening to speakers around a room um without like degrading the audio quality and those are my favorite headphones to use they've released gaming headsets since then 3d audio on the playstation uh the tempest audio tech is not as impactful as that um it definitely makes a difference um but you would only be able to tell that difference if you switch between disabled and enabled really quickly and uh while it has the potential to be huge in like multiplayer shooters and stuff like that um, it, it just seems like a nice bonus. It, it doesn't seem super essential, um, but there's nothing... And time. There's no reason not to use it. So it, it's it's there. It's nice. It's not amazing, but it, it's, it's, it's decent, you know? I feel you. Michael, do you think the Xbox not having 3D audio is a detriment or will hurt it at some point? Go. Um, I, I'm on, I'm on board with Matt saying that it's, it's a nice to have, but it's not essential. There are a lot of, there are a lot of audio options on, uh, on Xbox to improve audio quality, uh, such as Atmos and, uh, things like that. Um, 
I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a ty- the type of dude who loves like really really good audio, but I think the use case for 3D audio is a little bit trickier, and I don't think it's it's not going to. I don't want to I don't want to get ahead of myself and saying it's not going to change the way we play games, but I'm willing to bet money that it won't be essential for the way we play games. Uh, so you know, it's I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, I mean, I just I have a nice. Audio Technica and Sennheiser headset, uh, stereo headset. That's that's good enough for me, um, and that's that on that. All right, that's time, Lucy. Having played both the Xbox Series X and mm. PlayStation Five now, any thoughts on the three D audio in particular first, and then maybe we can touch on Quick Resume. So I agree with both of you in that both of these features are really really nice, but they're not essential. I do enjoy three D audio. Um, I think, you know, when developers utilize it, it's really cool. I think, you know, Miles Morales was a great use case for it. I think um, I almost said Astro Boy. Astro Bot was also a great use <laughs> of it. Astro Boy, I love you. Did you see Tam's video of that? It's very yes. good. <laughs> um, and I think, it, I think it's great, but, you know, it just it just depends on how much it's used. It's nice to have. In terms of quick resume, I am a terrible uh, person who plays loads of games. I have like five games going at the same time. And so being able to swap between them, it's definitely having quick resume on Xbox and not having it on PlayStation, you definitely do feel it, especially when you have to like look at all the menus and title screens again just to get back to where you were. So both of them are like nice. I like 3D audio. I like quick resume. But was it the... Was each one the feature that pushed me to get the console? No. Next up, we have storage and transfer speeds. Michael, do you want to start oh, with this one? Sure. Uh, storage, I, oh, this is tricky because Xbox Series X got the most. 802 gigabytes uh, free on the internal storage. And though I, I'm not sure how it works on PS5. I'm sure it's pretty simple, but it's very simple on Xbox. Like, if you have a One X or an Xbox One and you just like plug in your SSD or your uh, hard drive into that, trans- put the games on that, then plug it into your Xbox uh, Series consoles and just transfer them over or you just play it straight off if they don't have Series S optimizations. That's a key right there. But um, that's dope. Uh, just like, and like transfer speeds are fast. I'm sure they are on PS5 also. But just the, the way the ecosystem works is very simple, straightforward, uh, almost foolproof. Um, the Seagate card is cool. It's uh, fairly priced for an NVMe SSD. It's still pretty expensive in the console space. But what I will say is that the Series S, 364 gigabytes, will fill up fast. But again, I don't think the Series S is for a real ass. Oh, I don't want to say that. And I don't think, time. I don't think the Series S is for... It's for real ass? I'll just what? say real ass That's gamers. That's what I heard. Oh, okay. Real ass gamers. I don't think you got gamers, gamers in also. on time, so it's for real ass. <laughs> yes. PlayStation 5, go. The PlayStation 5... The internal storage, there is an extreme premium on it because you cannot store games on external drives no matter the speed of that external drive. Uh, that's really huge considering like games are big these days and games like Call of Duty are looking to be immensely massive. Um, and it's going to cause people a bit of a headache with the PS5. When it comes to expansion, you can't do that at launch. They're coming uh, in later with an update. Um, Sony has to test specific NVMe SSDs uh, to 
ensure they're compatible because they're doing a lot more than just using them for loading um, or loading screens to be more specific. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and honestly, yeah, like th- those are going to be expensive. Like NVMe SSDs, Gen 4 SSDs. And that's all the time you got. Freaking expensive, man. And yeah. to get a, to get a terabyte, it's going to be a similar price to the Seagate uh, yeah. card for Xbox. And uh, yeah, it, it's 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 going to be expensive no matter where you go. Michael, thirty second rebuttal. Go. Okay, uh, I think I won. But uh, one thing, uh, what was it? <laughs> fuck? I had an idea and then I forgot. Hopefully, I remember in the in time. Twenty here. second. Wait, you're <laughs> calling a victory before the votes are in? What's yeah, wrong, yeah, I, with you, Michael? <laughs> hey, don't put that shit on me. What? I'm just saying, I feel the W in my bones. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a hey, storage is easy on Xbox. Just swap them, move them between, and it's all good. Matt, how about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the Series X has a a fair amount of storage, um, and and I like that. But that Series S, I'm I'm gonna corner that thing and beat it up Damn. in an alley. Because we got 20 seconds so 364 is, is crazy man and and it's such a disappointment they weren't able to at least get that to 500 and then like with some extra space for the os and whatnot not counted in that because like and time damn that's a lot of that's not a lot of space also, I was gonna say velocity architecture the 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 the, the, the way that the storage and the io speeds work is on point Ignore yeah. that. Shouts out to the engineers. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to that. Yeah. He, he's gone over his time. Damn. Might have been speak, Might as well have been speaking French for all I care. <laughs> Lucy, do you have any thoughts on storage transfer speeds on both these consoles? I don't know if you've had much time to test the Not Series X because you got it no. yesterday, right? Yeah, so I haven't tried uh, Xbox much, but I have been uh, helping capture gameplay for a lot of comparisons. And so I have been, you know, had Ghost of Tsushima on my PS4 and instead of re-downloading it, I moved and like Warzone, I needed to do something on. And so put that on an external hard drive and then putting it on my PS5 took a long time. It takes a long time to transfer games from hard drives. Uh, Like Matt said, you can't put PS5 games onto a hard drive. You can't even store them on there, which is annoying. So like right now I have my external hard drive is just my PS4 game machine, um, which is fine. And like they all run off there perfectly fine, but... I do worry. Like I've already, I already filled the PS5. I've already had to make um, a call. So that six hundred odd gigabytes is a premium, and I yes, I'm excited for them to figure all that stuff out. Generally, what's the transfer speeds like uh, when you're doing those things? Because I, I tested like to the second what transfer speeds are like for certain size files on Mm -hmm. xbox between different uh types Mm -hmm. of external drives i'm just curious i didn't test like i didn't time but i definitely Mm -hmm. remember warzone being like 15 or so minutes like it was Uh, okay we're using an external ssd or an external hdd uh i believe it's hdd it's the seagate oh, okay. one it's the seagate one that they did for the xbox one. Oh, the yeah. game drive yeah that's yeah, that's a hard drive. drive okay okay that's that's that sounds right then yeah 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 um and and similar to your speeds with the ssd um mm-hmm. maybe a little slower but uh yeah, yeah it, it's it, it's a it's a mess the the storage situation it, it is really disappointing <laughs> yeah. Just being able to store PS5 games on an external drive would have made this so much better. So hopefully yeah. it comes in an update. 
I mean, even I, I feel like this is just an issue with both consoles, and it's just the trade off, as you guys said, of having NVMe. And I can't even say it. The the, the fancy <laughs> SSDs, uh, as cool as they are, it is kind of frustrating that I'm pretty sure last gen all the consoles lost, launched with 500 gigs, mm-hmm. and even the Series S still launches with quote 500 gigs, <laughs> like Psych. years later, which is. Which is a bummer because I remember even that, like 500 gigs, I remember being too small back then because you could fill that up. You know, if you bought a good handful of launch games, that would have been filled up as well back then. So so I was I was really holding out that there'd be some two terabyte consoles we'd be able to get, but nope, not yet. Maybe that'll be the, the next revision we get in a like, couple of years. I don't know, man. These consoles are still like 500 bucks for the PS5 and the X and yeah. NVMe SSDs are still wild expensive so the fact that they can even ship a 500 console with that technology in it is kind of still astounding a bit totally but in the world of consoles where things are supposed to be like front price consumer friendly pricing uh it does kind of throw you for a loop especially when what cold war is supposed to be like 230 gigs or something absolutely that's the only game you're playing I installed it yeah. today, my pre-order today, and it just took it took almost all day. I almost had to stop it before this podcast because I didn't want to mess up my internet. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, anyway, the last topic we have here, Matt, I'll have you start, is about UI. Go. Uh, so um, PlayStation 5's UI is similar to the PS4 in that it still uses the straight line of tiles for its homepage. But the control center is where things get a little more interesting. That's where activities come in, which are basically little game cards that let you load into a specific level, mission, quest, challenge immediately. So I was able to skip world travel in Spider-Man Miles Morales and complete all of his combat challenges without swinging once, which is awesome because I was just like, get this over with. It's a combat challenge. Who cares? Um, it, it it's definitely different enough that the muscle memory you build up from the PS4 is going to cause some problems. But once you get used to it, it's it's super intuitive, pretty quick. Um, there are some PS4, PS5 version stuff that it's a little confusing, and that's time. Um, but once you get used to it, it, it's manageable for sure. Michael, one minute. So so the Xbox Series uh, UI is the Xbox One UI. Nothing's changed, really. Uh, but it, it's snappier. It's um, it's easier to move between stuff. But I mean, like they've made some strides uh, with that UI. So while the, well, the PS Five is like definitely trying some new new shit. Uh, the I feel like the Xbox is we like their mentality is to give you the best version of what they already have and then build from there. It kind of shows in the UI. Like we Xbox users, they they probably like figured this out already, like how to use it. So when they jump into here, there's there's nothing. Uh, to relearn uh, it's the same it's the same thing it's just uh, a lot cleaner uh, when you're navigating it so it, maybe it's not exciting but it's efficient is what i'll say and that's fine with me all right matt got a rebuttal go yeah um i i love the xbox one's ui um i think the latest design of it is 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 fantastic the best console ui out there um there you go you heard it there. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, the the thing that's disappointing about it, though, is that um, and, and like understandable that they kept it because they are sharing an ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, is that you don't get that new UI feel 
when you boot up your console and uh that's that's a slight disappointment that um that you don't get with the ps5 time michael yeah yeah i I feel you on that like the first time you boot up a console like oh shit what's this actually look like uh with the ps5 is like we've seen it already but when i when i get my ps5 and i boot it up i'm like oh shit uh here's some here's some new shit new shit new shit new shit new shit (laughs) but uh um i don't know xbox is lit i don't know i came around on it i think it's cool all right oh it doesn't have the dynamic backgrounds are are whack on xbox dynamic backgrounds are lit on ps5 and ps4 so you got to give it to matt for this one (laughs) (laughs) lucy how do you feel i have never really enjoyed the um ui on xbox I liked Damn. it on 360. I've never really the blades. The blades. I loved the blades, oh, but the blades. Uh, <laughs> the um, the one and now series UI is like. I, I find myself. I'm. I still Sterile. have to second guess where everything uh, is. Like I feel like I know exactly <laughs> where stuff is, but I still kind of go, oh, it's it's it, it just never clicked with me as. A UI whereas PlayStation I think what they've done this time around is like they've they've got their cross media bar with award winning cross media bar I think they actually won an award for the design of it back in the <laughs> PS3 days. in the PS3 okay, days I feel yeah. like they did win some kind of award for it they stole it from the PSP all right yeah, the, this UI shit goes all the way back to the PSP God. <laughs> it's pretty wild I never had a PSP but uh, no I, I I like the way I like the way the cross media bar thinks <laughs> Like, but it's weird. The one thing I will say is that, like, I am enjoying the Xbox One way more now. Like, I feel like I'm getting there with it becoming second nature, like the PlayStation's one is. And it is great that I am seeing where they're just nicking stuff off each other. Um, So, like, for example, Xbox used to have the snap feature and you could put Skype in there or whatever. And PlayStation's now nicked that and put that in so you can have party chat or you can have someone else's gameplay in there. Um, there's other stuff too. Oh, what was I looking at yesterday? I don't remember. It'll come back to me. But I the uh, the tiles in the in the library are are, are yeah. pretty Xboxy. Yeah, um, the which tiles. is nice. Just the nice square like logo art is is yeah. is nice to see. Yeah, but you know, some games got the PlayStation hits uh, oh, design on, to, on, on a digital I art, on digital that. tile art. That it's, is it's, pretty it's, stupid. It's, this game, that like now a major motion picture vibe of yeah. like stick. Like y'all don't it. need to tell me that God of War is a PlayStation hit. We all know that. <laughs> like the ugh. fuck. Yeah, Does- I, ugh, I I would never ever 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 buy one of those red plastic PS3 or PS4 games. <laughs> no. Does the PS5 UI have any ads? Because that's one thing that's always bugged me about the Xbox recently is that home screen always has like check out this show on Netflix and Mm. check out this thing. And that's something that's bugged me for a while. Cause like, I don't really want to see ads on my home screen. Like if I go to the store, which it's very easy to get to chances are you're going to spend a lot of time in the store and game pass fine. But like when I boot up my console, I don't like to look at ads for, I don't know, whatever they're giving me ads for. Yeah. They're they're So they have this, um, this one game card that shows up, I, I don't know when or how or when it's relevant. Like, I don't, I don't know exactly when it shows up, but every now and then it'll be like, here, here are things you missed or here are things you should know about. And it's like, I saw like, I'm like, oh shit, Ghost Rider. That's sick. And I loaded up. Oh, it's Fortnite. I'm like, oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. PlayStation getting my hopes up. 
Um, so it's it's definitely there are definitely ads, uh, but it, it's it's too early in this specific UI's lifetime to see if th- that will be used in more addy markety ways. Um, yeah, because I mean, the way that the, the game news the four does it is that it would put in like PlayStation Now ads, which is. Mm-hmm. To be expected, because it is their service, and I guess otherwise you wouldn't really uncover PlayStation now. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I just got sad thinking about ads. <laughs> you right? <laughs> How unavoidable they are. Yeah. Anyway, the last topic is not really a topic, but I just wanted to give you both some time for some closing remarks. Oh, shit. Michael, oh, do you want to okay. start? Do you got All any... Right. Uh, Closing remarks on PS5, Xbox, Yakuza. Listen, all right, uh, Yakuza <laughs> Like a Dragon is is um oh, what have my, I done? Is, is my my game of the year. It's on uh, Xbox One. It's on Xbox Series X. It's on PS4. It's on PC. Ha ha. PS5 ain't getting it till next year. Uh, so I was gonna say something really bad, but anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, y'all should y'all should play that game. It's it's um man, what a special thing, Kasuki Ijiban. Wow. I love that man. Probably one of my favorite characters of all time. Oh. Uh, I, I'm I, I'm gonna say that with my chest. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so y- y'all should be playing. But it's not just him. He's got better friends. than Kiryu. Ooh, you don't want to. You don't want to get into that debate. I, I would love that, to. Yeah, but that's a whole nother one. <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. next episode. Xbox is anime. I'll, I, you know what I've been playing? I've been playing Dragon Quest Eleven. I've been playing Yakuza. I've been playing Nier. I've been playing other Yakuza games. Uh, I just started Sword Art, the Sword Art Online shooter. It's not great, but I'm playing it anyway because anime girls you know what i'm saying and um a whole bunch of other shit matt what about anything you want to add on playstation 5 um yeah the i think the coolest thing about these new consoles um specifically the ps5 because that's what i've played most of um is that it it feels like there aren't any compromises anymore in terms of graphics modes like you're definitely compromising performance for visuals but even if you do performance mode the picture looks incredibly clean. And that just wasn't the case on PS4 Pro. It it was either, hey, you're going to get a game that performs pretty well, that looks grainy, or a game that looks good and performs all right. Like, it was never never really a satisfying choice there. Uh, And with the PS5, so far, a lot of the games I've tested have been satisfying on both modes for different reasons, and that's awesome. And honestly, I think that this generation, like both consoles offer amazing things that I think people will absolutely get a kick out of, uh, depending on what type of games they like to play. And, and more than ever, I feel both consoles are, are super great choices. Um, it's, it's really good. And, uh, there's never been a better time to be a gamer. So I, I think it's, it's shout out to all the gamers listening. Shout, shout out to uh, all the gamers. Be Wait, careful with a, that. Is this a gaming <laughs> podcast? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> it, uh, it, I mean, it's, I will say, like, I was playing I was playing Assassin's Creed uh Valhalla on Series X, and it was really nice that there just wasn't an option between performance or yeah. resolution. It's just, just 4K 60, 60 FPS. Which yeah. it, it runs great, runs super smooth, it looks super clean and crisp, and that's something that I hope we see more of. I don't know if we will, especially when it comes to ray tracing, because ray tracing kind of seems like the thing that's like, do you want ray tracing on or do you want just pretty yeah, solid performance? I think DMC5 is a good case of how that compromise has to work. Yeah. And that kind of yeah. worries me because it's a last gen game, right? And like you can't 
I mean, you can still do ray tracing 60 frames 4K, I think. But if you want to do 120 frames, then you have to turn off ray tracing, I yeah. think. If that works. So yeah, and the, there's like this. It's weird things with like the with um resolution in real because you can have ray tracing, full ray tracing, 1080p. Then you can have some ray tracing or a, a slightly lesser version of it, and then run a higher resolution. Or if you want to do 4K 60, then you have to turn all that shit off. So in some ways, like I I, I love that I yo I'm playing Assassin's Creed on the console at 60 FPS, and this shit looks clean as fuck. Like that's wild. Like I like that, but um once you start getting into ray tracing i think things are going to get really tricky uh but regardless like that's that's a that's a cherry on top like um i think games are still going to have options like they do with the one x and uh in some cases for the the ps4 pro but at the end of the day i think like you know unless you're like really really picky about visuals like some pc gamers are i used to be that way i try not to be anymore uh because i just i just want to play i remind myself like i'm here to play a game i'm not here to like nitpick where resolution is going down at a certain point because i don't want to play no xbox one base games because 900p like nasty um but (laughs) there's (laughs) there's a certain point in which okay this looks good and i'm going to enjoy this game so uh, i think the new consoles like you don't gotta like the xbox base xbox one struggle bro like struggled to like perform and struggle to make games look good especially uh later on in the console generation like i was watching jordan play uh um apex on a xbox one and like the stuttering i was like bro you gotta you gotta upgrade dog like can't be can't be living like this (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah like like echoing what matt said is like both these consoles are strong right out the gate like for microsoft they cut out all the fat. Remember that Xbox One launch? We'll forget about because like mm. they, they're not they're not fucking with that shit no more. Yeah. Uh, and like obviously, like PS Five is still focused on on those important things. So hey, like you asked me who won the console war, the gamers won the console war, <laughs> war bro. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I uh, I was unplugging my One X today because I don't don't think I need it anymore, and yeah. I. I am so thankful that there is now only one HDMI port in the back of these new consoles because with <laughs> the, figure out. the Xbox Ones, they were like, let's have two so people can plug in their yeah. TV, TV so their, their things, yeah. so they can get the Xbox over. Or if they want to like, be an asshole and plug in their PS4 for some reason. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, speaking to the last generation and all that stuff, man, like, I, I remember those consoles coming out and being like, is this it? Like, the, wait, I thought we were. 1080p 60 what happened to that and like within a year it was just like these consoles are underpowered yeah and i think it's gonna it's we're gonna have to wait and see how things pan out but like i'm i feel really positive about these new consoles Mm -hmm. and they they came at a good time like they came when uh hdmi 2.1 is starting to come into mainstream tvs and i i think um they are in a better spot than the ps4 and xbox one were Mm -hmm. Um, cause they came in at a time when 4k TVs were exactly yeah. a year or two out. So like, I think, I think these consoles are, are, are damn good. Yeah. Damn, I, I, damn good. Yeah. I, I, the, 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 the one thing I will mention is that 4k, like the, the base PS4 and Xbox one weren't made with 4k in mind, which is why we got the PS4 pro and Xbox one X as like a patchwork, mm-hmm. uh, in the meantime, cause it wasn't until like 2015 or 2016 when 4k was like f- affordable, 
Uh, and then now it's kind of the standard. So, uh, and it's going to be the standard for a very long time. Like if y'all thinking about AK, stop thinking about AK because AK ain't, ain't coming here in the next 10 something years. So now that 4K is kind of like basically the the standard, like you can't go into a Best Buy and buy a 1080p TV. That, that's not happening. They're not there anymore. Uh, it's all 4K. So now that we know that that is that is a standard, like now these consoles like are built with that in mind. And yeah, I don't, I, I at least, you know, don't quote me on this, but I don't anticipate there being like a quote unquote power problem to like make sure that these games run fine and look the way that developers want them to look. So again, gamers win. Gamers win. Gamers well, before, win. before I get the judges in here to talk about who, who won this debate. Are they coming in now? No, was, I've oh. got to. I've got to send them the audio. So they oh, can I was going to say this is a post. Then, oh. Yeah. oh, okay. So before I get the judges in here, uh, <laughs> Michael, do you want to tell people where they can find you and what you're working on? Sure. Yeah, uh, I am. Uh, you can find me and all of my bullshit on Twitter at Michael P. Hyam. And uh, yeah, I obviously did a lot, a lot of stuff on Xbox Series X and S. Uh, also, check out my Yakuza Like a Dragon review. Um, yeah, putting a lot of work to those and just, you know, taking care of little things here and there, uh, for cover, helping cover next gen. Cause, uh, I did big ass reviews, but obviously like a lot of things come up. Uh, so I'll keep you updated on how like quicker zoom is working, what kind of enhancement, what enhancements look like, things like that here and there. Um, helping out the team because Dan, the team is putting out some firework out there. Y'all should check out everything everyone's doing. Matt, especially and Jean-Luc and Jake, y'all cutting some wild videos, uh, and like also the news teams on top. So just man, this next gen shit is is it's really nice to see like the whole site and everyone working on the site coming together to cover every facet of uh, of the shit. But also like hey, uh, real real sh- shameless self plug right here. Uh, check out uh, Filipino American History Month podcast on GiantBomb.com between me and Jan. That shit is fire. If y'all want to listen to some some wild cultural shit, uh, some family trauma, and like. Speaking a different language, check that shit out. <laughs> Matt, how about you? Uh, you can find me at Matt Paget on Twitter. Uh, M-A-T-P-A-G-E-T. Um, I I tweet a lot of bullshit like Michael. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I like I like the dark side of TikTok. And um <laughs> Tony, I uh, and I consume a lot of TikTok, and even I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, so basically, I just search for like juggalos and vampires. Oh and, my god! And well, I try to look for people <laughs> okay. who don't really understand how to use their phone, so they think mm. TikTok is oh. harassing them when it's just like, "Hey, check out this video," and then they just get mad at TikTok <laughs> on camera. Um, Matt's algorithm has to be the weirdest thing. Like, I bet they have they have to have just one guy who works on it because it's just like, yeah, yeah no computer can figure this out. Sh- shout out to Big Juice. Um, I. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm Big Juice, baby. He's back. He's oh, the back. guy you sent me. Yeah, yeah. Big Juice is back, baby. Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna cut you off soon, Matt. No, no, no. So, so sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> um, this is my anime, all right. Um, no, so I, I'm doing a lot of like like commerce stuff. So Black Friday's coming mm. up. I'll be covering a bunch of that. Um, but if you want to check out the site, uh, I helped out with a bunch of PS5 content. Um, the team absolutely killed it with the PS5. Um, Xbox content was super awesome to read. I, I ate that stuff up. So Michael did a great job too. Oh, absolute right. madman on the keyboard. Um, hey. and 
yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun covering these consoles, and, and I'm I'm stoked for this next generation and continuing to cover them with this team because uh, they made it easy to write my review, and they they freaking knocked out their own content that was awesome. So so check it all out, man. Gamespot going hard in 2020. Video games, they're here, man. Hell yeah, dude. All right, Lucy, how are you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Lucy James Games. I tweet bad jokes as well. That's true, yeah. Yeah, wow. I'm not so agree. <laughs> no, I, uh, in terms of what I've been working on, I've been helping support mostly on the PlayStation side because I actually had one. Um, uh, a lot of the footage and comparisons will be mine. So if you want to judge my Spider-Man abilities, off you go. Um <laughs> don't i literally messaged evan and i was like i died don't add me no no no. i literally messaged evan who is editing the comparison and i said look the fisk boss fight i died cut around make me look good i did the dmc (laughs) gameplay for the the comparison and i was like i'm not the person to be doing this by any stretch (laughs) no and like so i've just been helping support i can um producing and just helping people get where they need to be i have a question yeah what's 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 happening with gen next now that that the next generation is now the current generation it's gen now no (laughs) i don't know wow i like it Uh, that's good that's good i don't know i mean gen next is also the show that i've been working on uh with tam and jordan um and obviously evan we can do without him talking about next gen generation of consoles this week's episode we have snippets from tam's big phil interview where big phil actually says that he 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 chooses the nickname for himself so we can continue to call him big phil andy said he's been playing elden ring or he's played Ooh, a lot yeah. of Elden Ring. Yep. which oh. i was recording that interview with tamor and when tamor asked it i like rolled my eyes because like he can't say anything and then he said that yeah and i just <laughs> saw the expression on tam's face as he started explaining <laughs> If you if you go yeah. to uh, Joe Scrabble's Twitter, Joe Scrabble's did uh, a little <laughs> cut of that moment, a tribute, um, a little tribute moment. So yeah, Gen Next is the the big fill interview and Tam's early impressions with Demon Souls, and then going forward, I mean, the consoles, it's start of a new generation. So Gen Next is going to stick around. We've had we, honestly, like it's been. I was very wary when we started doing a when we were talking about doing a show about new consoles, I was very afraid of wading into console war stuff. But honestly, mm-hmm. like we have such a nice little community who likes our stupid jokes and love yeah. it when Michael comes on and they ask him all these questions and like love the jokes. And it's just, it's just really nice. So that's yeah. You look, you look at a lot of the comments and it's like continuous, like yeah. uh, things about like Tam, you and Jordan. So it's like, Oh yeah. shit. Like, Y'all, like, people are coming back to it. So that has been really dope to see. Stick around, because after this, we're going to figure out who the master debater is. Whoa. Whoa, hold on. (laughs) Obviously me. Obviously me. (laughs) And we are back with episode 67 of GameSpot After Dark. I am joined by our wonderful cast of judges. Joining me right now is Ian Preschel. Hello. Jacob McCourt. Hi. And Foggy Bear. What it do, baby? So I've selected you three to help me determine who the winner is of this console debate. We want to put the console wars to an end. We just want to stop them right here. And that's what this is for. A couple things. 
I chose you three because I know you three have audio setups and we can do a podcast and it would all be seamless. And low bar, and, low bar. Because wow. I'm a big fan of all your work, but that's like considerably less important than the first mm. one. Hey, it's better to be known for something than nothing at all. We can't be skipping on the we can't be skimping on the audio quality, you know? People are gonna catch that. Even though I recorded with Zoom for like the first three months of this pandemic and <laughs> it sounds bad. That's crazy that you just said that like if I had a snowball mic, I'd never get on the show. It's pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah. Kind of rude. Yeah. That's how it is though. Yeah. Life's hard. Gamer price. (laughs) Anyway, you guys have listened to this week's episode. You got an early cut of it. And they talked about, I think I said nine in the podcast, nine different topics. I didn't count. I didn't double check. I don't know if it's actually nine, but we've got a bunch of topics here. I figure we can just hit each one pretty quickly. You guys can kind of decide who you think did better. And then at the end, we can decide. Now, the reason there's three of you is because there has to be a winner. And if there were four, you know you know how that works. It could be 2-2. Two, two. We can't have that. Mm. We got to come up with a deciding factor here. Mm. Now, what if we said it was a tie at the end? That totally screws your logic, doesn't it? It's, yeah, what if we say that no up. one wins? Because I have a couple notes here that say that both of them lost and that Lucy won. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if Lucy wins, that's fine. We can come to that okay. conclusion. Does Lucy represent the the game players? Is that who she represented in that? The people. She is the popular vote. She's the, the strong people. independent that everybody needs to rule the gamer country. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. First up here is console design. Fogey, who do you think had the better argument here? Um. Well, so I gotta give it to to Michael Hyam. Mainly because when you admit that your opposing your opponent's console looks better than your own and you appreciate it, you kind of lose that argument automatically. Also, let's be real. Who in their right mind is going to look at the PS5 console and think, this is modern and I love it? Because it's definitely something that's futuristic and I'm not a big fan of it. And it takes up way too much space. Just throwing that out there. Fair points. Yeah, um, Matt kind of did himself in. And that one when he's like, yeah, I like the Xbox more. It's like he, he like didn't even get to his point on that argument. Yeah. <laughs> and and you're, you're, you're touching on something that is, I think, a, a key issue with this entire debate is that every single time a topic came up, the other person was like, well, I got to give it to this guy. I'm like, this is a console war. You can't both be Switzerland. Someone has to win. Exactly. And that, yeah. this is the core of my issue. There wasn't enough. There wasn't a bloodbath. It was too kind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was expecting Paget to be to be nice. I mean, he is Canadian and we tend to always say sorry and then also give it to the other person. <laughs> but there was just so much night so much niceness all around. Um that yeah, I I had a really hard time coming to a decision on this one. Mine though, I gotta here's the thing. I know you brought me on because I hate Michael Heim. I know that's why you brought <laughs> me on. And I'm gonna be like the What's the guy? Who's the British guy from the singing show that hates everybody? Simon Cowell. My, Simon Cowell. I'm the Simon. I am the New Jersey Simon Cowell, and I'm always going to say that Michael Heim did a bad job. But literally, <laughs> Matt couldn't even throw me a bone, and and like, literally <laughs> impossible to choose him. He literally said, it, "This looks on PlayStation. This looks the exact same as the PS3, just with a, a white polo shirt over it, right?" Like he didn't give himself any sort of help at all. Um, and the fact that Heim went with quote a pop collar. That that metaphor that metaphor is amazing, 
and, 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 and now we're getting the PS3 for reference here. Like, just go go to your closet and get a white polo shirt, put it over there. That's the PS5. I, that's that's literally what it is. Um, and you're gonna go, like one of those binders from high school, just wrap it around it real quick, and we're good to go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I gotta give it to Haim as much as I don't want to in in the in the in the interest of fairness and in terms of keeping our democracy, I have to give it. I have to give it to Michael Hyam with this one. Yeah, All right. Michael. I was on the fence, but Michael called it a sleek brick, and I was into it. So, like, I also gave it to Michael. We like mm-hmm. those bricks around here. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, not that my vote really counts here, but I would also say Michael had this one uh, mostly because Matt just kind of gave it to him. Like, I think I could have gone along with the PS5 being better, but Matt just kind of gave up. I mean, Thor's helmet is cool, but I can't wear it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I'm also noticing if you listen to this episode, you can totally tell that Michael Hyam was in politics at one point because he has some real AOC demeanor where he's like, listen, I got to give it to this guy. But if you think about it in the greater scheme, I'm sitting here like the way that he's doing this is like he's been trained. He's been prepared (laughs) for the Xbox nation to really give... The, give the people what they want, the real stats and the facts. Not only that, but he hit his time mark almost every single time. It was like, it was like so. it's a minute, and he's like, yeah, I got my point in. Suspiciously so. Did he have a timer up? Was he trained by Mr. Spencer? He did not have a timer up. The timer was, I was running that, so timer was in his heart. Yeah, he did well there. <laughs> Next thing we have is controller design, or just controller in general. Ian, how do you feel about this? So... <laughs> I have a couple quotes here from Mr. Hyam. Quote, oh, wow. I feel like I can grip it. Pause is what he said. <laughs> and when you when that's your opening statement, it's pretty hard to take the rest of what you say uh, at face value. Um, and he also says later in that same debate, uh, huge feet. Uh, so uh, unfortunately, rega- Matt could have literally just been silent. The ent- his mic could have been destroyed halfway through that, and I would still have given it to Matt. Uh, but Matt also gave some good arguments, and he he also said that he he the, the controller redefines the way he thinks about games, which is I think what every controller manufacturer wants to hear. Right? They all want to be like, oh well, the 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 features in this make me want to play games in a different way, and, and I think that. That's so I'm not even getting the next gen consoles, but like that to me, I was like, whoa, I wonder what's the big deal about this controller that makes him think that this is like a key feature for the future. So, I mean, I'm not going to buy the PS5, but I might just go to Target and get the controller, you know, just to, just to see it. Just <laughs> so to, I got to give it to Matt. grip it with your hand. Yes. I feel like I can grip it. Quote Michael Heim. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> get that on uh, the next round of business cards. Yeah. I think in, in his own words, he'd probably say relax, right? He did He did say relax after that as well. Yeah, if there's a relax counter, he probably said it many times. Uh, hmm. Jacob McCourt, how do you feel about this argument? Uh, PS5, I think it was the resounding winner in this round of debate, um, strictly because of how Matt explained how game-changing the haptic triggers were. Um, both are refinements on the old controllers, but Matt really sold me when he talked about those haptic triggers. So PS5 wins it in this round. Do you both have notes? Uh, yeah, we do. Wow. I had to work today. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, I was like listening to this while I was getting some stuff done on the job. Y'all taking notes, making me look bad, man. Well, listen, good listen, I, it's all good. It's I can't, all good. I can't come at Michael Himes neck without notes. Like, you know, I'm going against the AOC <laughs> games right here. I got to make sure that I come correct with my my documentation. If I'm going to come at him, I got to – if I come for the king, I better not miss, you know? I feel that. I feel that. Fogey, what about you? Um, I, I mean, I got to give it a dual sense as well. Um, it's – for me personally, like, 
the Xbox controller is so safe to where when it comes down to like arguing that it's like, well, it's an Xbox controller. It works. It connects. It has the features that you want a controller to do. But the fact that Matt thoroughly explained like, yeah, like you do this, the tension is different and stuff like that. And all the other videos that have been coming out over the last couple of days and weeks. It's like, yeah, you can't argue the DualSense is not better than the Xbox controller at this point in time. Yeah, one thing that I cut from the initial edit that I sent to you guys, I think I cut it at least, Lucy had mentioned that do we include the Xbox Elite controller? And ultimately we decided not to because it doesn't come with the box and we thought that might be kind of unfair. But I think even if we included that, I think the DualSense would probably still have a pretty good shot of winning just because of what Matt had said about how it kind of makes you rethink how you play games with the controller, which is something that I feel like even the Elite controller doesn't necessarily do, or at least it doesn't do anymore since they've already had a couple revisions of those. And like with the Elite controller, you have to set it to be different, whereas the DualSense just does it. Like, that's really cool. And the fact that it's only, what, $70 for the controller or something like that versus 200 or 180 for the Elite 2? Yeah. and I know we were we were told to disregard, but there's also a, a speaker of some kind on there that's supposed to be uh, better than than previous. Matt just really sold me on it, so I know I was supposed to disregard that, but I I regarded it. <laughs> and also, it's interesting when you get later into the debate is that like Xbox and, and PlayStation seem to be doing the complete polar opposite of each other, whereas <clears throat> the PlayStation is like, oh, the the physical item is like completely different, right? And then for Xbox, it's like, no, it's just the same. It's a giant box. Literally, it's a giant. It's what it's, it is what it is, right? Same thing with the controller. Whereas PlayStation is like, yeah, the games are what they are. They're going to be the same series. And this is going to come up, come up later in, in other arguments or whatever. But with Xbox, it's like, no, we have a Netflix-style subscription. We have Quick Resume. Like, it feels like the software side is where Xbox is pushing more. Whereas PlayStation, it's the physical hardware where you're kind of getting a huge difference. So I think we call that for Matt, right? We did. Yes. All right, next up, backwards compatibility. Ian, you want to start with this one? I mean, Matt, bro, help. Please, just help me. I want to vote for you, man. You're making it real hard. But literally, literally, he goes, days gone looks real good on the PlayStation 5. And then I was, I was going to punch my monitor. I was like, Matt, are you serious? Could have said, could have said God of War. Could have said, goes he could have said, he could have no, said, like, gone. Flappy Bird, I would have been like, yeah, man, sure. This man went with Days Gone. I don't even know if a single person played that game. <laughs> like, what, why are you bringing this up? Um, but then, of course, Mike, killing it with the uh, the arguments, obviously. Undefeated, you know, good messaging, right? The messaging behind backwards compatibility is almost as important as the feature. Like, when you get an Xbox, you know uh, you're getting the Xbox plus 100 other things, right? Whereas PlayStation, you're like, if you ask me, can I play PlayStation 4 games on my PS5? I couldn't tell you with confidence if I can or how you even would do it, right? But with Xbox, it's like, oh yeah, just whatever, just throw the disc from 2005 into this 2020 box and somehow you get a game. Like that's that should be illegal. Like that's that's insane. <laughs> that's like, that is really appealing to like the Midwestern Wisconsin mom who's like, yeah, just get them the Xbox and put the disc in. It doesn't matter. Like that, that I think is the best part. And again, Michael Hyam, Really, definitely killing it with these the message on these on these debates, man. Jacob, how about you? Uh, I think I wrote in addition to 
uh, Michael saying undefeated. I have Game Pass Delicious in my notes, and I don't know if he said that or if I just thought that. That's a little weird, but <laughs> I think uh, he did because he related it to a buffet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. I, I wasn't just hungry when I wrote these notes. Uh, it was Michael. Uh, he really sold it. He talked about Skate Three. Even Matt was talking about, yeah, you could play Splinter Cell games. I don't know if he was trying to get some favor with you, Jake, by talking about Splinter Cell, but um, I think it was uh, far and away a victory for for Michael in that respect. And um, uh, Ian, you you said it, but Matt really was shooting himself in the foot by saying, you know, this thing wasn't messaged well. It wasn't perfect. You know, the PS4 library is intensely awesome, but Michael wins it for me in this one. What do you think, Fogey? I mean, they all kind of hit the, the, the nail on the head on that one. So there's not too much I can add, but the clear difference when it comes to the backwards compatibility is like you can tell that Microsoft and Xbox is a software first company, not a hardware first company. So they've spent the time to make that ecosystem way better. And even with, like, for example, Skate 3, that game on an Xbox One X looks amazing for a game from, like, what, 2011 or 12 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And all the other games, like, I played, um, uh, what was it, Armed and Dangerous recently because that was for free. It looks so good for a game that's that old. And I'm like, this is fine. Like, this is perfect. I can't confidently say, like, any, like, backwards compatible game on PlayStation 5, that's PS4, that's cool. But what if I want to play a PS2 game or a PS5 game? And I think that's what Michael hit on the head is, like, you can go back and play all these different games for different generations. And Matt only really argue, like, you can play these PS4 games like Ghost of Tsushima. And Days Gone. I feel like this is also an issue when it comes to Microsoft being a U.S. first company and, and Sony being a Japan first company. Like, like living over there, the majority of PlayStation or the majority of PlayStation owners still have their PS2 and it's completely, it still runs. Like, and you can go to secondhand shops in Japan. You can get a perfectly, perfectly running PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 for like less than $100. So it's, I feel like it's a very specific America versus Japan POV problem when it comes to the messaging, because I'm sure that if you went to a boardroom in, at Sony, they were like, why do we need backwards compatible? Don't you own the PlayStation 2? And every person in America is like, bro, I've moved six times. What do you, uh, it's at my grandma's <laughs> house in, on the other side of the country. And they're like, oh, well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> like, I hope you buy the PS5, I guess. You know, so it's <laughs> as much as I want to give the win to Matt, it's, it's Sony's problem, not his, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess Michael takes that one. Next one we have, though, are exclusives. Fogey, do you want to start on this one? And I felt so bad when this topic came up for Michael because there's just no way you can compete, especially when Infinite got canceled before even like a release date came out or what. I, mean, I might be wrong on that one, but Infinite got delayed. My bad, not canceled, delayed. It's like, yeah, you you can't really argue your big breadwinner getting delayed on the launch of your console. So by default, Matt's definitely winning this one. What do you think, Jacob? Uh. Michael laughed and conceded. So I think right there I was I was already on the on the PlayStation 5 side. Um I think Matt said, "Yo, we got games, Spider-Man, Astro's Playroom, Bug Snacks. We got them." And then he went on to insult Yakuza like a dragon, which I guess is like the big exclusive on on the Xbox side by saying it's for weebs. I don't know how to spell weebs, but it's in my notes. Um so I would say that uh Michael won it on this one um despite Yakuza like a dragon being gaudy. Gotti or Goaty? Gotti? Game of the year potential? Um, you mean Matt? Goaty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I give it to Matt on the PS5. What do you think, Ian? So here's the thing. This is, this is, where, this is where the, uh, 
the villain turns to the hero and they become friends. They shake hands. And then they, they, they fight the even greater evil because as much as I want to give it to Matt, he said in an open forum, most of the world ain't weebs. And he is defending the PlayStation 5. Sony just bought Crunchyroll, bro. You're fighting against your own team. Excuse me? Do you know, what are you talking about? And then went on to just, again, I wrote it here in my notes. It says here, uh, most of the world ain't weebs. Canceled, bro. Canceled. Canceled. It just canceled seven times over and over again. Don't you have an anime podcast? Who knows? I can't. I'm not allowed to say here. Um, but uh, <laughs> Jake said no animation. I like to hear. The show. Um, but here's the one thing though. I, I gave this a tie in my head because Mike, as we know, both in the console war and in politics, the the end result doesn't matter. It's all about the messaging, right? Because here's the thing: the word is exclusives. He could have been like Xbox exclusives, and then he could have just ended it. No real argument, and then everyone's wow. like, "Whoa." You're right. Exclusive. Oh my gosh. So I'm, I'm kind of sad that Mike didn't do that. So I'm going to, it's a tie for me because uh, Matt committed a war crime by saying that people aren't weebs and then Mike just didn't really do much. So that's a tie. Also, let's not forget one of the big PS4 games was a uh, persona five and he just caught out all those people, you know? Yeah. It really do be your own people sometimes. And this time it was a Canadian person being his own people against Japan. Well, you may have given it a tie, but unfortunately, we have two on uh, Matt's side here. So I think Matt wins, right? Yeah, that checks out. I'm on the right All side right. of history. I will say that. Matt, if I ever meet you in real life, you know you know what's going to happen. One thing that Michael didn't touch on, which I thought he would, were the fact that Microsoft just bought a shit ton of studios and will soon have a bunch of exclusives. But we did do a topic on the future, which I think he oh. did much better at. Wait, real However, quick, if we can go back. Yes. This is the one that I said that Lucy won because I actually have notes underneath here <clears throat> saying Lucy actually gave the perfect slam dunk argument for Mike because it was the argument, the uh, logistic argument between the difference between exclusives versus perceived exclusives where she brings up Assassin's Creed where if you ask that the layman person where you'll play Call of Duty, where you'll play assassin's creed it's gonna be on the xbox not the playstation so even though it is technically purchasable on all platforms since crossplay is not always going to be a thing on the sony side in reality you have created a perceived exclusive with these particular marketed games so this is the one actually where i said ty wait no lucy wins so that's <laughs> okay. that, that's that's i'm i'm voting for the ralph nader which is lucy <laughs> so so if we put Lucy into the mix here, Fogey, Jacob, what do you guys think? Do you think Matt still has this? I'm I'm going to stick with Matt. I, I got to. All right. I just it, it pains me, but I have to. Yikes. Yeah. Same. I'm sticking. I'm sticking with Matt on this one. The Green right. Party loses again. I get it. Yeah. It's fine. It's Par fine. for the course. So that one goes to Matt. Next is future. Ian, who argued a better future? For so, gamers, specifically. For, for gamers. Not for anyone else, exclusively just, for just gamers. Just gamers. So I wrote here on my notes uh, for both parties, please, for the love of God, stop helping each other. You are making yourself lose. And I wrote that on Mike's side. So that's number one. And th- kind of, I went with with Mr. Hyam here. I went with my my new, you know, the Dante to my Virgil here because he, he kind of hit the nail on the head because he said that when you look to PlayStation, you get reliability. You know what you're getting, right? You're going to get the Spider-Man, right? 
You're going to get possibly Bloodborne or Bloodborne Cart, whatever that studio is doing. I have no <laughs> idea. You're going to get these like big Sony games, right? But once that well is dry, what else are you playing there, right? There's a whole swath of games that are going to be played on both consoles, right? And on top of that, Xbox is an unknown quantity. They just bought a whole bunch of studios and there's tons of stuff that isn't really known yet for the Xbox side. So if we're talking about the future, a hypothetical future where unknowns are are good, right? I think that Xbox is where my vote's going to go, which is going to be on Hyam's side. I could see that. Yeah, I thought he did a much better job fighting for the future than he did for exclusives. But I guess to be fair, those are kind of intertwined a little bit. Uh, How about you, Jacob? Um, I know that Matt spoke about how the PS4 generation for Sony was bright. Uh, It was all about wild swings that paid off, right? It was about Spider-Man from Insomniac. It was about uh, I almost said Days Gone, but I, I won't say Days Gone. Uh, it was say about, Days Gone. I can say Days, Days Gone was a game. It was it was fine. People give it a lot of crap. It was fine. Uh, and a lot of other you know big swings that paid off. Um, he said more familiar, but fun. Um, Xbox just has so much potential in the future around all the studio acquisitions they made. Um, I think that it was sold similarly, but I think that there is just so much out there studio-wise that Xbox has to pull from in the next generation that I gave it to Michael in this one. So I think we're, we're 2-0 for Michael. How about you, Fogey? Oh, man. Um, I think Michael definitely argued a better case for the future with Xbox talking about the acquisitions and what can't happen. But I will say... Matt did argue that with Sony, you do know what you're going to get, and you can rely on that consistency and whatnot. Um, I'm going to go with a tie, just because I think that both of them did a decent job arguing. But personally, personally, in, in my case, I, I want to give it to Michael, but I have to give it a tie and stick to the rules. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, so I think that being said, Michael still wins, though, right? Because we've got two for Michael and one tie. So the future belongs to Michael. <laughs> that's his, that's his uh, campaign slogan. The future belongs. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> you hated weebs before. Wait until you have a future with Michael in charge. <laughs> in the words uh, of so Michael Hyman himself, relax. The next two topics are a little tricky. It is the 3D audio and quick resume. Since one console has quick resume and the other does not, one has 3D audio and the other does not, I figure we can kind of look at this in terms of who argued their side better? Like, like based on their argument, which which entices you more to one of these two consoles? Uh, Fogey, I just saw you. I want to say with this one, they both were like they were both agreeing too much on these two particular subjects, and I feel like they all kind of defaulted to it's cool, but it's not needed. And they didn't really argue like for one very hard. They didn't. They didn't cape. They didn't like put go out there for their for their squad. Um, so I don't think anybody wins this topic. In in my opinion, like they were just not decisive enough. So like a tie, except instead of both teams doing well, they both just fail. They both get an L. Exactly. This <laughs> is right. the feature I want, where both people can get an L for not caping hard enough for their side. How about you, Ian? So here's here's the thing. I think that this is going to come down to, no matter which side argued better, I think this comes down to the person who's on the other end of this question, right? Because when I hear 3D audio, uh, I, that means nothing to me. 
I have I have air uh, what is not AirPods. I have the uh, the original Apple headphones. Like I don't think that most people understand the the difference of high fidelity audio, right? And this is like the layman's person, right? Like me as someone who edits audio, I'm still like I have no idea what a decibel is, right? So that's kind of my whole shtick, right? So when Mike said, you know, I'm, I'm playing a game for a little bit, I'm playing some racing games, I hit the quick resume, I go to this game for a little bit, and that's when my brain is ready to play some Yakuza like a dragon, right? To, to my ADHD sensibilities, right? I was like, wait, I don't need to wait 45 minutes. I don't even need to take out my phone. I can just click that next game button and I'm ready to go. That to me is way more appealing and I think also appeals to the average video game player, right? Because even if we're talking about like separating it from like the joke of, of me not being able to decide, right? You'll be playing a game, you'll turn off your Xbox or whatever, and then you're like, okay, I actually want to play a new game this time. Well, guess what? Quick resume still works there, right? That it is a function that works way more seamlessly in the average playtime than I don't know, if you have headphones connected or whatever, you hear the sound behind you, which is like a 2009 feature for like surround sound audio, which like three people have, you know what I mean? And all of them work at 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 a <laughs> at GameStop. Um so um so yeah, that's that's kind of my my two cents. I think that Mike wins it, but then also he's appealing to my demographic. So I, I understand where where some people would want to go with Matt on that one. How about you, Jacob? So I won't like belabor the point, but I think that I, I agree a lot with Fogey on this in that, you know, both sides were kind of meh about their about their uh, their touted features. I mean, on the quick resume side, it was like, yeah, this is kind of cool to be able to swap between games. And on the 3D audio side, Matt was talking about, you know, before the pandemic, how I saw 3D audio and on another device that wasn't a Sony device and how that was cool. But both sides seem to sell that like these features were not essential. They were nice to have. And like, I just think that both sides, like Fugi said, didn't really sell me on why either feature was cool. So um, I think I'm going to give it a tie as well. So I don't know what you're going to do here, Jake. I-, I think you're thinking like, what do I do? What do I, I do? I I That's exactly what I'm thinking. Coin flip, coin flip. <laughs> Listen, y'all said tie, which is a nothing vote in a swing state, which is where we are. The all the gamer nation is a swing state. All right, I'm the one who voted. It's going to Hiam. How about <laughs> how about we come back to this? Okay, we'll circle back. So, we'll see how the others pan out. It will count up. We'll count up. The, we'll tally it up. And if we are stuck with a tiebreaker and we need to make a decision, we'll come back to it and revisit it. I like the that. criteria. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I have information that might swing the vote over to Matt's side. Uh, Michael Iam did say, quote, sack boy be playing with his sack, unquote. So that, I think, just <laughs> disqualifies him from the race, just in general. So just for the future, when we come back to this, keep that in mind. This is a direct quote. So just so y'all know. I'm sorry I have to edit this part out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm surprised he in. even invited me on. The majority of what I'm saying is going to be edited out. I'm going to be honest. It's, one it's all staying in. Like... <laughs> Man, who's that Ian guy? It was a lot of beep the entire time. It was crazy. <laughs> Next one here is storage and transfer speeds. Fogey, do you want to start with this one? Man, so I'll say this. I'm going to give this to Michael because when talking about transferring of games, well, what really helped him out is when Lucy talked about transferring games from her PS4 to PS5 and how it was taking quite a bit of time for that to go through. And then Michael talked about, like, yeah, I just kind of plugged the hard drive in and they were there. They were available. Like, the fact that I can still play games off of my hard drive that has, like, three terabytes full of games 
and then download all the new Xbox Series X enhanced or whatever they're called games to the new console is amazing. That saves me probably what, three or four hours right there and I have to sit there. So Mike, with the assistance of Lucy, definitely gets this one. Sorry, Matt. I love you still, but you lost this one. Yeah, this one is an interesting one because if you look at this on paper, one is clearly better than the other. And it's pretty hard to argue that, I would say. Uh, like having transferred a lot on the Xbox, haven't done much with the PlayStation 5 because I don't have it yet. But it is so seamless. It's so easy. And it sounds like there's some hoops you have to jump through with the PS5. But with that in mind, Jacob, how do you feel about this? Well, I want to cheers Michael Hyam on this one. Because uh, he oh. absolutely crushed it. I had a prop. I brought a prop. Um, <laughs> I think he said, I forget who said for real ass. I have all I have written in my notes is in caps for real ass. And I don't know what the context is. Um, but Michael kind of sold that, you know, the storage options are great. The transfer speeds are great. The ecosystem is good. Whereas on the PS5 side, uh, I'm sure they'll get there uh, as far as MVME options and external storage. But at the start, like you said, Jake, it's it's clearly like an Xbox game. Michael could have sat there and said, Xbox good, and probably won the side of the debate. How do you feel, Ian? No, so I kind of like what you were saying, Jake. What you were saying, Jake, um, there's a difference between being good on paper and being good usability-wise, right? And I think that's kind of the separation that we're seeing between the PS5 and, and Xbox, which was argued by Michael, where you can say on paper, oh yeah, PS5 writes this much or writes that much or, or, or transfers data this way. But if I have to jump through a whole rung of hoops and I have to make sure that games are transferred over to the main console, but then hide on my hard drive in the interim, that you know takes away, I think, from, like we talked about before, the the my ADHD sensibilities. Like if I have to wait another 20 minutes to make sure that a game is transferred over or, or what have you, right? that takes away from what you want to be doing, right? So I think that the fact that Xbox is taking away those barriers and it's like, oh yeah, if you got the games, you know, plug it in, don't worry about it. I think that's kind of the strong suit to this argument, which is why I got to give it, unfortunately, because I want to make, I want Haim to lose every time. But Matt, you're like, you're literally like throwing it up and he's Mikembe Matumbo dunking you into the floor. Please. Is there not speech and debate in Canada, bro? <laughs> Help, please. Um, so I got to give it to Michael Hyam, unfortunately. Yeah, I think if we learn anything from this, it's that these two were not not made for debates. They're too nice to each other. Got to go for the throat more. Exactly. Anyway, with that being said, Ian, UI, how do you how do you feel about those arguments? So here's the thing. Tell I have me, nothing what's to the say. Thing? I have nothing to say because I mean, here's the for me personally, like this, this debate, like always kind of falls flat because how often am I sitting at my home screen, just staring at my PlayStation or staring at my Xbox home screen? Like, wow, look at the flowing green texture that I have. You know what I mean? So for even though I again, I I've always I feel like a default to Michael Hyam because we have the same sort of mental POV, even though he's my sworn enemy like Sasuke to Naruto, right? It, it to me it's like one of these like moot points where i'm like the ps5 could could literally be the mona lisa of ui and it would not affect you or i it would it would be a nothing it would be a nothing for me if it gets to the game quickly it's cool and that's all i really care about so i gotta give it I, I'll, I'll say it's a tie but if, if everyone else is saying ties then i'll i have to give it to michael Hyam just because of the sack boy comment earlier wait i thought that's why you wouldn't want to give it to michael Hyam. no no, no well, i'm saying he's canceled but i want to still have him win you know, he okay. also just Venmo me $30. So, okay, great. Yeah. So wait, are you saying, so you've been like weirdly not okay with Michael throughout. And then you just said you accepted a bribe from him. Like, I don't know what side to be on here. 
In some countries, bribes are not bribes. Just throwing it out It's there. true. It's a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah. I true. understand. So, Sorry. It's Apologies. True. Yeah. Well, with that being said, Jacob McCourt, how do you feel? Um, I also kind of gave this one a tie. Um, what I heard from uh, on the Xbox side from Michael was that, you know, Xbox has made tons of strides from a UI perspective, but the updates were made like a month before the console came out. So you didn't get that new UI feel when you got into the console for the first time. And Matt kind of said, Hey, you know, back background, uh, dynamic backgrounds are lit. Uh, how about that cross media bar work? Um, it's a little confusing, but manageable. Um, but, uh, on both sides, it just seemed to me like UI was a, is like a preference thing. And in both cases, the UI was great. And so they were very nice to each other. And so it seemed like a case of they're both good, but different. So I gave it a tie. All right. All right. So that's kind of two ties, except you may be slightly leaning more towards Michael for this, right, Ian? Are we a doing a good bit. job at judging? We're giving a lot of ties. <laughs> yeah. No, we just got to the tie section of the night. We're yeah, good. we got yeah. <laughs> All right, Fogey, what do you think? I'm going to be an agent of chaos and give this one to Michael just so Matt can lose. Also, because when Michael said the Xbox UI is generally the same, it's like, oh, I'm familiar with that one. PlayStation UI has always and still is bad in my opinion. Mm. This is personal takes. It also loads very poorly on the old. Like, I don't trust. Here's the thing. With the way that the PlayStation Store ran and the way that the PlayStation 4 took 300 years to load when you went down to the game's like community feature, I've been burned before. My trust has not <laughs> been earned. I'm sorry, Mr. PlayStation. I have to give it to Mr. Box. You want to watch a trailer? Pull up YouTube. Don't go into the PlayStation Store. The fact that I downloaded Twitch and it took me three minutes to find where that app went when I first got my PlayStation is a problem. Just throwing it up. Well, we've gone through all of the main topics here right now. Looks like Michael has five and Matt has two. <laughs> five, two was short. However, game. however, we're not done yet. All right. Oh, no. There's a couple more things that we have to judge here. The first one being, who do you think had a better overall performance? Who do you think carried themselves better? Who do you think, I guess, followed the rules better, uh, was more engaging? I guess, generally. Don't think of the console. Don't think of which console you might be leaning to, just in terms of their performance. Fogey, do you want to kick us off with this? All right, we're going to go back to being an agent of chaos, and Lucy wins this one. Lucy, all right. <laughs> On the right side of history. One point for Lucy. On the right side of history. How about you, Jacob? Um, this is going to sound like a really wholesome comment that I'm about to say, but like, can all my can all my people win? Like, Can everybody win? Do I have to choose like someone? I have Canadian. to choose someone, don't I? Yeah, I have to choose Well, them. I mean, if you um, don't pick anyone and it's a tie, Michael's going to win. Okay, uh, I'm going to give it to Michael. Uh, He just, it it really impressed me how he hit his time marks almost every single time. The man, like, there was a second left and his point was totally done. So on that point alone, uh, I'm going to give it to Michael. Just polished, poised, chef's kiss. Ian, what do you think? I don't want to say, I've said Michael Himes' name too many times, man. I feel like it's like, the Baba Duke, like if I say Michael Hyam too many times, you're gonna like appear in my closet and be like dead ass or something. Um, so I, I don't want to give it to Michael Hyam. I'm gonna have to go. I have to go with Lucy because here's the thing. Whenever an argument came up, 
she was always the last word of like, well, actually, let's think about it in this weird alternative way, as opposed to the 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 X or Y sort of thinking pattern. And like, I still was amazed that that she was like, oh, by the way, it's not about exclusives. It's about what the average consumer thinks. The difference between a perceived exclusive and an actual exclusive, that like was like, I had to pause the audio. I was like a galaxy brain take. I was like, oh my God, she did it. She achieved the fifth dimension. The, the console war is over. Like it, it, that was truly a handshake gamer moment for me between the two. The two is the Geneva Co- convention of games. Cyclops um, and Ryu, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Part of me, um, part of me kind of thinks we should just stack the numbers. So Lucy wins this, but you know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's just me. I'm not proposing anything. Mr. I'm not proposing Don't stack anything. the deck or whole process. She was like the very cool TA that would walk over to you while you're doing your homework and like help you out and maybe give you an answer and be like, Hey, you're, you may be doing that wrong. Like that was Lucy through the whole process. She was decisive. Unlike those two most of the time. Well, it looks like looks like our winner is emerging out of left field. <laughs> okay, well then, now that we have that, someone gives you $500. You've just listened to this podcast. You can only pick one console to buy. What are you going to pick? If you pick Xbox, that point goes to Michael. If you pick PlayStation, that point goes to uh, Matt. Don't worry so much about their performance this time. This is about like, what what box are you leaning towards? Ian, what do you think? Listen, man, I live in like a two-bedroom. Uh, I don't think that physically I could buy a PlayStation 5. I know that they, like you can't drive that thing uh, in like the Lincoln Tunnel. You know what I mean? It's pretty large, you know? Um, but in all seriousness, though, if I was just listening to these arguments and I had to go back and forth between what I prefer, you know, I said earlier about the quick resume stuff. I talked earlier about the ease of use, right? Like if, I, if I'm buying a console, I am buying it purely because I want a no-friction experience, right? You have a PC if you're like, well, listen, I know that today is Tuesday and then tomorrow's Wednesday. A driver will fail in 24 hours and it's my job to find it, right? But if I go to my PlayStation 5 and I'm like, okay, well, I want to play Bloodborne. Oh, okay, well, you got to do this and you got to do this and you got to go here and then download it from this really slow UI thing, right? That to me is just putting roadblocks to what I want to do. And when we're all working, we're all doing our things, we all want that frictionless experience. And every single time, Michael Heim said it in a very relaxed, chill, like, you know, your homie was trying to sell you on a console that knows you better than you know yourself, right? He sold me on a frictionless Xbox experience. And I'm, I'm spending, I'm, I'm actually taking half my money, I'm giving it to Michael Heim for the suggestion, and then I'm going to use the two you give me, and then I'm going to buy a used one a month from now. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's another point from michael then Fogey, how about you um are you saying we can just kind of like disregard their arguments and stuff like that too you can yeah like <laughs> can. yeah like because if, if this podcast honest. if this podcast help you decide then use that podcast but if you already have an idea of what like, like if this didn't affect your buying decision yeah. at all then actually if this didn't affect your buying decision at all maybe we should give the point to lucy <laughs> <laughs> No, but like for me personally, because I would, if I had the 500 books, I'd probably go buy a PS5. Only because with the way the Xbox ecosystem set up, I don't feel rushed or pressured to have to buy one right away. Because most of the games will play there. And then if I do buy it on my on my One X, I can get it, uh, what's it called? Um Smart delivery. Smart delivery. Well, it'll probably have that for for the new one. And then with Game Pass, I can play it on 
my Xbox, my PC, and then eventually my phone whenever Microsoft and iOS make up and, you know, come <laughs> friends again. And, like, I don't have to, like, feel forced in that ecosystem. So the PS5 would be my choice of 500 bucks. But let me ask All you right. this, though. If you want to go and hang out with someone, right, who are you hanging out with? The person who's texting you every day, like, yo, bro, we hanging out? We getting beers? We getting beers? What's up? We're going to get beers? Or are you going to hang out with your friend like, oh, yo, dude, whenever you're free, man. I'm just saying, Xbox is like, yo, I'm I'm here. I'm hanging out. Smart delivery whenever you want, man. That's the thing. Xbox is the homie where you can be, you can talk, you can miss them for a year. Things come up and they'll always be there for you. That's why I got go to get, get it over and done with with PS5, you know? We're going to it all. How wow. about you, Jacob? So beyond what Ian said about beyond what Ian had said about it being like a frictionless experience, I think the one thing that was really sold by Michael on the Xbox side was the fact that the future is very bright for Xbox. You know, beyond the hardware, when you look at Xbox Game Pass and the studios they've acquired and the franchises that, you know, uh, they're going to be sequels in and the new stuff that's being worked on, I think that that alone, I mean, I was already going to go for an Xbox. I already have an Xbox in my possession, um, but Michael really sold me on the future of Xbox and how getting one not only will be something that will be very easy to set up, get going, but there will be games to play um, for the years to come. Um, so for me, it was it was Michael that really sold me on Xbox, so I'm going to give him the point. All right. Well, what we have is eight points for Michael. <laughs> Three points for Matt and I'm two sorry, points Matt. for Lucy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Lucy almost tied with Matt. Almost. Close she had to good it. arguments, man. She had good arguments. Now, before we end, are there any last minute remarks that you want to make? Things you want to call out that you think you think maybe are worth like an extra point? Think of this as like when you finish Mario Kart and you're winning and then all of a sudden your buddy gets like eight stars because he did <laughs> stupid shit and then they Me. end up winning. So yeah, if there's anything you want to add that you think they deserve points for, let me know. Now's your chance to speak. I think Fogey had something. I I, I don't. I'll just pick it back off of you guys. Just y'all, y'all do your thing. I want to know what the dark side of TikTok is. If if Matt Padgett can explain to me what his TikTok algorithm is all about, then like maybe he can get an extra point. I just need to know. Darkness TikTok gets at least one point in the popular vote. <laughs> yeah. Did all he right, say we'll something about Juggalos? For- one point for Juggalos. All right. <laughs> the Juggalos get one now. point as a as a group. So now it's the Juggalos one point. <laughs> Lucy gets two. <laughs> um but you know, I I don't know. Like I feel like I want to uh, I I want to take points away. I don't want to give points. I want to be like, "Yo, why didn't you oh, mention okay. this? Why didn't you mention well, why, this? Why didn't you mention this?" Who should this? we take points away from? I think we should take points away from Michael Hyam, man. And here's the reason why. Okay. Here's the reason why. You see this thing here that I'm holding? You slap this bad boy onto an Xbox controller. It doesn't it's matter where the console is. And then boom, you're playing your Xbox. Why is that not mentioned? You ever try and do PlayStation now? I started trying to use PlayStation now three years ago, and I still haven't started it. It's still loading. <laughs> it's been loading for three years, right? Xbox, I click this button, little ship goes by, and I'm playing Yakuza like a dragon in my bed with a controller hanging out, right? How is that not like the first thing that you mentioned, man? Every single game on the Xbox becomes a Game Boy Advance game. Like, it's that accessible. I've played, you wonder how many hours of Yakuza like a dragon I played on my iPad? Double the amount that I've played on my PC where I should be playing it, right? So that plus smart delivery, like having your save just instantaneously just 
Oh, by the way, you're playing. Hey, your PC is like, hey, by the way, I saw you're playing like, like a dragon. Let me just pop this save over here. Don't worry about it. Let me just get it. Boom. How is that not an immediate thing? You ever try and transfer a save to the cloud on PlayStation? I would. I could write the code for my save faster than PlayStation can figure <laughs> out to put this stuff in the cloud, bro. We could make. A, I can make a literal cloud of information and put it to God, and then God would put it into my PlayStation Five faster, right? So Didn't I'm, Sony I'm, like contract Microsoft to help them with their cloud services recently too? Yeah, that's accurate. Oh, mm-hmm. thank God they're going to need that help. So that being said, then I am all for taking a point away from Michael for that. But you brought up multiple points. Do you think we should take more than one point away from Michael? How, what's the oh, lead? Wow. How many? How many point? Can, okay, can I? This is Mario Party. There's no rules. Do this is real okay. chaos. Right I want to. I want to see how. I want to see how many po- post mortem I could take away from Michael so that we can make it just even between everybody. Like, can we make it two? Can we make it Juggalos one, Lucy two, Matt two, Michael Hyam two? Can we do that? Can we can we do a flat electoral college situation with this? What's what's the thing that he said that you said you were never going to forget? There was a very memorable oh, quote yes, that you yes, said, I, "I will not forget here. it." Yes. Uh, okay. Um, let me see here. I have, I have so many things here. Um, I feel like I can grip it. Was one. Um, yep. There goes one point. Five has a popped collar. Yep, another um, point gone. Saying uh-huh. saying uh, that uh, saying something about huge feet. That's definitely There's minus three one. Points. Um, where was the other one? Oh, it was the Sackboy comment. Where is it? Oh my gosh, where is it? Where is it's it? At least oh four gosh. points. A hundred percent. So right now, Matt and Michael are tied. Then All right. they each have four. So gamers win. The true chaos has been unlocked. <laughs> yeah, they go. each have four, and Lucy's got two. Roxley, you do you want to know? Do you want to know how we can actually know the winner here? Of everyone on the call right now, how many of us have an Xbox? How many of us have a PlayStation 5? Listen, if we learned anything from politics over the past couple of years, it doesn't matter what you say out loud. It matters at the end of the day, what is the real result? So if we have more PlayStation 5s here, then technically Matt might get a point. If we have more Xboxes here, then maybe that should be a point for Michael. I think we have more Xboxes here because I think both Jake's have one. Yes, I have two. Is what well. actually I have three in my house right now. So, oh, man. so that's a little unfair. Listen, you you are you're a swing state. Your vote means more. <laughs> my, no, my vote's not part of this. <laughs> just, just so the, the viewers at home, uh, I did not condone to this and had no idea this was happening. So, Bobby <laughs> Bear is innocent of all this chaos. I right am not innocent. It is my fault. Jake invited me, knowing full well that I am on pain medication from a shoulder injury. So he knew that this was going to go a little weird. Um, but no, I gotta, I gotta. In all fairness, I do have to give Michael Hyam, aka the AOC of games, the the winner here because he really sold me, man. I was very, I said this before the show even started. I was very mid on the next gen. I'm like, I got my PC. I'm good for a couple of years. I'm playing whatever I need to play here. But I'm not gonna lie, man. Frictionless talking about Sackboy really is giving the down to earth arguments. You know, Michael Hyam is a salt of the earth guy that really sold me on a salt of the earth console, and that is the Xbox. You know, well, I think the Xbox won. <gasps> well, I think I think the Xbox One. I think that's what we're gonna have to end this with. Wow. Wait. Sorry, the Xbox call... One or the Xbox Series X? No, I was oh, saying no. why didn't Sorry. why didn't they do a commercial where it was like the Xbox Confused Series X Grandma has Xbox the One? Dude, wait. That would have been. They shouldn't have called it the Xbox Series X. They should have called it the Xbox One W O N. That would have been the biggest gigaflex of all time. S- Phil Spencer, please hire me, man. You know my number. Next time, next console launch, maybe they'll do the Xbox One. Anyway, thank you all so much for joining. 
Fogey, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do and where people can find you and where they can support your work? Um, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch under Fogey underscore bear, F-O-G-I underscore bear. Lots of uh, ridiculousness and fun stuff going on. Uh, I do a lot of fighting game related uh, content as of now, but with the world shut down, kind of shifting to other stuff and focusing on some other things, been editing for some streamers and whatnot. But yeah, find me on Twitter and Twitch. Come through. Say what's up. Jacob, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jacob McCourt. Um, I host two podcasts. The first is called The Left Behind Game Club. It is a video game book club podcast. Uh, you can find uh, at leftbehindgame.club. And I also host a uh, video game movie podcast called Cutscenes. We just finished season one last month. Uh, we are starting season two in February of 21. So if you like video game movies, come through. Have you talked about Doom? the doom movie we have not but that is on our list to talk about because we we stand dj uh i i do not know the man so i probably shouldn't call him dj but we stand the rock uh so oh, we will watch it someday <laughs> yes dj Dwayne johnson my oh, pal Dave, Dwayne. someone named dj what what happened <laughs> i all i remember from that movie i saw it in theaters and i just remember the the extended first person scene that's just like doom but in a movie and it was like this is weird even as a kid i was like no nah, i don't think this is it mm-hmm. uh, most video game movies bad but the podcast a lot of fun we'll check that out ian how about you uh so you can follow me uh, at lucy james games uh i am a host and senior video <laughs> producer at cave no uh <laughs> you can follow me on twitter and twitch at ian why not i-a-n-w-h-y-n-o-t if you like anime and you are part of, uh, if you're not a part of the anti-anime alliance like Jake is, you can follow uh, my anime podcast. It is A Plus Anime, all spelled out. That is A-P-L-U-S-A-N-I-M-E. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel where we break down tons of anime stuff. Uh, we just put out a video talking about why My Hero Academia's current arc is maybe not as good as you think it is, uh, which is a very YouTube title. <laughs> um, and uh, you can also follow me on YouTube. I do... Tons of weird, silly comedy videos and stuff. I have a show called Off the Bean where I sit on a beanbag and uh, just go down these weird rabbit holes um, uh, of thoughts. And and I think that's it. Oh, speaking of rabbit holes, I have a series coming out at the end of this month called Rabbit Holes where uh, I try and do the these ridiculous sort of challenges and I give myself one month to do it. Uh, the first one that I'm doing here is uh, I'm trying to become a voice actor in one month. So... As I love anime, I'm trying to get on an anime and become a voice actor with a job in one month. So there you go. Nice. That sounds pretty cool. Well, now that you know where to find all of these people, if you're mad that they have decided that Michael won and that Xbox is better and that PlayStation sucks, you can find them on Twitter and complain to all of them. GameSpot had nothing to do with this. (laughs) I'm stepping away. I'm stepping away. You can't get mad at me. That's how it works. Bring it on. Bring Come it on, find sweaties. us in the Discord. Bring it on. Bring it on, sweaties, he says. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but anyway, thank you all so much for joining, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.